Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? <laughs> of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink. And right now, a small Minute Maid slushie is just $1.59. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. ba da ba 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 Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Robin Colucci. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. We're so grateful to have you here today. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. And how are you today? I'm doing fabulous. And you are going to help our savvy audience. Um, do that thing called showing up uh, so much in our life. The wonderful opportunities that come into our lives are sometimes just because we showed up for the event. Uh, we had a guest uh, many, many years ago who actually won um, a biking uh, race, a top world championship. And she said, you know what it was? It was raining. Most people didn't show up. <laughs> and allowed her to step up there and take first class. Boom. So you're going to help us talk about that. You are also helping world-class experts share their story in writing life-changing books. That is your expertise. Uh, before we get going, just share with audience a little bit about what brought you into the world of books and entrepreneurship. Yeah, well, I, uh, I, I was a journalism major in college, and my plan was to actually be a newspaper reporter, maybe columnist one day. I really admired Ellen Goodman, who used to write for the Boston Globe and just did these wonderful columns. And, uh, and so that's, that's what I was thinking I was going to do. And when I was in college, I worked for the Washington Post as a news aide, and that was a phenomenal experience. And I got to work with the best and the brightest in journalism. Mm -hmm. And then as I was approaching graduation, the chairman of my journalism department at George Washington University called me into his office and said, I've recommended you for a job as a research and editorial assistant for a New York Times bestselling author. And if he offers you the job, you should leave the post to take it. Hmm. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why would I? I mean, you know, I was right in the belly of the, you know, the, like one of the top newspapers in the world. And I was already freelance writing for the post. And I was like, really? And he's like, just go with an open mind. So I went. And, and he did offer me the job, and I ended up working for three years with uh, David Wise, who mm. at the time was one of the world's leading experts on espionage in the Cold War. And so I helped him with three books in three years in wow. three different wow. genres. And uh, one was a novel, one was a political science textbook, and one was a mass market uh, trade uh, book. Mm -hmm. And so I learned in that three-year period about working with your agent and getting, doing a book proposal and getting a book deal and writing the book and, 
and working with the editor at the publishing house and doing a national book launch and, you know, the national publicity campaign and all this stuff. Like, I just learned all of it and it was super fun. And I thought, well, that was fun. Now I want to go get a newspaper reporting job, which I did, which he helped me do. And I hated newspaper reporting. Like <laughs> I didn't like, I was working for a mid-sized metropolitan paper in, um, central Florida. And I didn't like, like it was, it was not the same kind of caliber of what I was accustomed to at the post. And it was um, very frustrating for me. And I thought I was done with publishing. Mm. And I moved to out of Florida just to get away from the job and ended up in Colorado where I discovered myself as an entrepreneur. And I actually be, became a personal fitness trainer open eventually opened my own studio and had um, eight employees wow. and wow. you know had like one of the very first um, exclusively one-on-one -on -one training studios in Denver nice. and it was nice. very very successful and after about 10 years I realized it wasn't my calling it was super fun but it wasn't my calling and so I sold it and um, I was going to be a business coach for wellness professionals yeah. Because a lot of, I met a lot of wellness professionals in the 10 years I had that business. And I, I noticed that they were lovely, passionate, talented people who knew nothing about marketing or getting paid or, you know, all those other things, like all those business side things, they didn't feel comfortable. And I knew that they were capable. And so I started doing that. And as I was coaching some people on their wellness businesses, they started to say, you know, what I really want to do is write a book. And I was like, oh totally can help you with that and so <laughs> I started helping them with writing books and they started getting extraordinary results mm -hmm. and then I remembered how much I loved uh working in publishing and and uh, how much I enjoy had enjoyed that experience and really so much of what I learned from David you know in like the late 80s yeah, you yeah. know still applies today um yeah. even even with all the changes and disruptions we've had with technology yeah, um, the yeah. fundamentals of writing a great book haven't really changed. So. Well, this is fascinating to me. What's interesting is the full circle back to your. Yes, team. right. <laughs> and but you know, I don't think it's an accident. I think it's perfect the way it worked out because at the end, these people needed you, and you're like, well, I have, I have to give right here. I'm here to help you. Um, but it's so interesting. And so many people tell me just that they're on a certain path. Maybe they're the path of what they told is what they want. And that's what I think is interesting. You thought maybe being a reporter was the bomb and this is where I see myself. And then you get there like, no, this is so not me. And, right. and that happens for a lot of people end up starting a business. They realize when they're in it, this, this isn't me or this, this, uh, vocation I'm doing just as in me. And then as you go through life, you begin to see what naturally comes out for you, like breathing, that's yes. where you need to be. So share with me as you've gone through and the showing up, because you've talked a lot about on big stages about the idea of just showing up can transform your life. How did that work for you? Well, you know, it really, I think the way that it, that it showed up for me was in <clears throat> making the transition from working with, you know, just, just kind of, you know, experts that were, you know, a lot, a lot early on, a lot of my clients were kind of just getting started themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, you know, they were maybe, they had some good experience, but they hadn't really earned a lot of money yet, or they didn't really have a big audience yet. And, and a lot of my work was helping them actually develop an audience and grow their business at, while we were doing their book proposal, right? While we were 
while I was working with them to get help them get an agent and a book deal because they, they really were not <clears throat> very far down that road and they didn't have a, a lot of stuff in place that you need to have in place in order to qualify for, for something like that. And, um, and I, I actually had an experience that I'll just tell really quickly because I think mm. it's so helpful <laughs> and informative. So I, I had committed to a business coach I was working with that I was going to have 100 sales conversations in 30 days with the goal of like transforming my business because obviously if I had 100 sales conversations, I would probably like tenfold my income and, you know, really have a breakthrough in that way. And mm. what happened was that I did complete the, the uh, challenge and out of the out of all the hundred conversations, I had um, like three thousand dollars of sales, and um, it was it was awful, right? <laughs> and I gotta tell you, like I remember getting to like the seventy fifth no, and that's when like uh, something flipped in my brain, and I said, I don't care what anyone thinks of me anymore. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and that it like when all that fear I had around no and asking and it was just disappeared. I just, I don't care. I don't mm -hmm. care. I'm just going to finish this commitment. You know, I just, but what it showed me was I was talking to the wrong people mm -hmm. and that they weren't actually ready to, to engage with me. And like, they weren't really ready to fully receive the value that I specifically could bring because of my background. Mm -hmm. And so and that, and I learned that in 30 days when it probably would have taken me three years to figure out, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing about showing up is like, I made that commitment to do those hundred sales conversations in 30 days. Well, so did 59 other people who attended that same event with me. Mm. And I was shocked to find out that out of all 60, I was the only one who had completed it. Wow. I'm not surprised. I, I've heard that there was a guy who said he wanted to be a negotiator and he worked already at the FBI, uh, Chris Voss, it was. And he said, you know mm -hmm. what? Um, he, he was, he turned out to be a negotiator at the time. I don't know what he did at the FBI, but he said, he went in there and said, I want to be a negotiator. And the guy, you know, the person, his boss is like, get out of here. Everyone wants to do that job. Get out of here. Um, so, but she gave him a job. She said, go out there and work in a crisis center. And he's the only one, she said, you know, that did it. A month later, yeah. came back and said, okay, I did it. What's next? And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're the only person who followed my directions. Okay, yeah. I'm going to try you out. Boom. Right. But because he actually took that lead and said, okay, I'm going to go. I'm giving you what you need to do to go do it. And you, look, at maybe you didn't have a huge amount of sales, but you had a huge lesson at the end. Like, this is right. not why. It, it was very efficient because I stopped wasting my time talking to the wrong people, but it did something else mm. is out of all the 60 people that were in that coaching program with me. It made the coach who's a top personal development coach in, you know, in the world, he's one of the top in the world. And he then saw me. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and guess what? He started referring business to me. Yeah. And then later he actually hired me. Wow. To help him with his, book proposal yeah so um so that's one example of like the life-changing magic of showing up is is and, and one of the rules that I have about it is like do what you say you're going to do um because when you show up people are going to see you and they're going to see what you do and they're going to see what you don't do oh. and just by finishing the damn exercise um you know, I, I didn't make any sales at that point, but I've made hundreds of thousands of sales because of that. 
partly because of the referrals that I got and also being actually hired by this coach, but also because it, I stopped talking to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. And I started to get, I got really clear. And then I started to, to set the intention uh-huh. of, I need to find higher level people who are more ready to receive the value. Yeah. Now I want to get something from your perspective. Why mm-hmm. do you think of that exercise that you were the only one that showed up? Why? Why do so many people just not go through with it? What is it? You know, what's interesting is because we would have weekly support calls. And so I would hear mm-hmm. people say, oh, I stopped at 50. I stopped at 60. And what I found was really interesting is that most people who fell off the wagon, so to speak, mm-hmm. stopped around 75. Interesting. And and I remember when I got to 75, mm-hmm. that was a threshold. I remember that was when I, like the pain of the rejection mm-hmm. went away. And then the last 25, it, I, it's when I changed. I, it's when I transformed. It's when I stopped taking the no personally. Wow. And I started to just look at it as just a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it it like erased my fear of sales conversations or asking for, because I was, you know, having these conversations with people, like quoting them the rate that I thought that mm-hmm. I should be paid, which was way more than they had because they were the wrong people, you know? And, and I mean, I, so I think for me, there were, there were several breakthroughs. One was just realizing, you know, it was a very efficient way to figure out, am I even talking to the right audience? The second thing is it just, I just got over being, you know, you know how, I mean, listen, any human being, you know, you can't help, but mm-hmm. hear no, you know, or like sometimes you can, it can be really scary to say to somebody, well, it's $25,000, you know, and it's like, yeah. you know, and you're afraid of all that. What? Oh my God. That's, you know, so outrageous or whatever. And so, but you know, what, what, what I felt was so sad though, mm-hmm was how many people stopped probably right before the breakthrough. Yes. Like right before, like if they had just been able to tolerate a little bit more pain, um, they, they might've been able to free themselves of the pain forever. Yeah. You know, this is so interesting, Robin. I think this is signifies everything in life, not just sales, but you know, whether mm-hmm. you want to lose weight or, or yeah. grow your business, whatever it is. Uh, I'm thinking for rich, there was a story in there just at the same token where they were so close to getting to the goal and they gave up. And the next person who bought the property actually got the goal, but because the other one was just right there at the edge at the cusp of getting it yeah. and they gave it up. And, and so many times you think, okay, I'm never going to get this. I'm never going to get this. You might be a second away from boom, getting it, but you I have had, give up. yeah, I've had clients literally like be this close to being done with the book proposal mm. where I know I, I, I have, I mean, I can never promise for sure, for sure. Yeah. But like, I know they're, they're like right like they're like literally inches away from a multiple six figure advance. Mm. And then they just stop. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Thank God it's, it's the exception, but it happens even with high level people. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I'm going to go finish this first. And I'm like, but you need the money. Like, like you're yeah. running a nonprofit and you need this. Money. What do you, what, what do you mean you're going to go finish this other thing? That's not going to pay you anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it, and it's like, it's, it's, it's something that people do, you know, that, that, that sabotages themselves. So I think a big part of showing up is 
is finishing what you start and doing what you say you're going to do. And if you're not going to do what you say you're going to do, which, you know, sometimes there are things that actually pop up can get in the way, but then it's about, you know, at least like making a new commitment, Yeah, you know, get back in the wagon. Yeah. 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 Because nobody's perfect, but man, it it really, I I think that was like, that was probably what kicked it off was just being seen by this coach Mm -hmm who then started referring me business and ultimately hired me. But while that was happening, Mm -hmm. I, then I got intentional about, then I could start to see who is this person that I really should be talking to. Yes. And I, I made a video, you know, of like, (laughs) I put all these pictures up of like all these top leaders and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, people that I would love to write a book with, or I thought I would love to write a book with. Mm -hmm. And, and then I, I just, you know, was, keeping my eyes open, but just going about my business. And then I was talking to a woman and, uh, and, and uh, we had both gone to a, a different, different times even, but we had been connected by other people and we were chatting mm-hmm. and um, I told her, yeah, I'm going to be in, um, in LA for this uh, event that I'm going to. And she goes, Oh, when? And I told her, and it was like right around my birthday. It was right around her birthday too. And she said, you should come to my birthday party. You should come a couple of days early, come to my birthday party. You can stay at my house. This, I'm literally telling you, this is the first time I'd ever spoken to this woman. Wow. You can stay at my house, come to my birthday party. It'll be a blast. I'll introduce you to everybody. You'll have so much fun. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. Cause it's right around my birthday too. She goes, oh my gosh, it's going to be a double birthday party. We're going to have a birthday party for both of us. And she was a doll. She, she had, she ordered a cake for me. Oh. You know, I mean, just an amazing person, just a sweetheart. So I go and, you know, we're having, we're at the party. We're having a good time. And, 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 you know, understand, like I, 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 I came early, you know, mm-hmm. changed my ticket and I wasn't making good money at that time, you know? Yeah. So this was a stretch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I meet this one woman who's a publicist and she asked me about what I do. And I told her and she goes, oh my gosh, I have a client who needs you. Mm. So I met uh, one of my clients, Vince Del Monte, at, I, through, through a publicist that I met at a woman I didn't know's birthday party in Los Angeles mm. when I lived in Denver. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I got another client because I decided I, I was invited to a wedding in mm. Austin that I didn't expect to ever be invited to. I, you know, it was a, a book promoter guy. It's pretty big. Yeah. And somehow I got invited to his wedding. I, like, I'm like, okay, I'll go. Austin. So, you know, airline tickets, hotel, uh-huh. not, you know, I never go with like, I've got to get a client out of this, but yeah. I was just like, there's going to be cool people there. I go. You know what's different I'm seeing, Robin, is your, your mindset was open to opportunities and possibilities. And yes. when you're in that mind frame of openness, now you can perceive when the opportunities are around and in your area. And actually that you kind of just pull them to you, I find. Yeah. But you've got exactly. to be open. I think when you're in another side, oh, this is not possible. Why am I doing this? I don't know this woman. That you would set up the obstacles that limit the possibilities of these opportunities right. that are right there. Right. Like if I just said, no, I don't want to stay at your house and have, I don't know that's, you. you're a weirdo. I don't know <laughs> you. Like I'm not gonna, you know, so I think that there is, you're right. There's, mm-hmm. there's, there's, the, and it's a combination, I think of openness without expectation. Yeah. Because like, I never show up with an attitude of like, what can I get? Mm-hmm. I try, I, 
I always, um, when I, when I do things like this, because I think that, listen, we all know that if you go to think, events that are actually labeled networking, that's everybody's intention, right? Is to find mm -hmm. business. But what I find is I've gotten most of my high level clients through events that are not labeled networking. Yes. Yes. Um, but are labeled something else. And, uh, you know, often personal kind you know, birthdays, mm -hmm. uh, weddings, you know, um, I don't know, just other, you yeah. know, other kinds of events. And what happens is when you go and you're just like, you set like I, what I do. And what, even when I go to networking events, like I set the intention mm -hmm. of who can I, you know, who can I help? Mm -hmm. Whose life can I change Yeah, today? And not thinking about like, what am I going to get out of it? Mm -hmm. Because when you have that mindset, like it changes, you know, it changes. what someone, People Not can only that. smell it on you. It stinks. But, it's it's unattractive. Yeah. 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 And people feel that energy. It's kind of a desperate energy that just yeah. repels people instead of bringing them to you. But it's like you say, you walk out of the house today and say, how can I better serve the world? How can I make the world better? And just being, guess what? You'll go to the grocery store. Someone will be sitting talking about something they need help with. Boom. You're there to help them. You've got the skills, whatever they need. You're there. You're receptive boom that's how it happens often in life so you know we could go on forever life-changing yeah. showing up uh, everyone let everyone know how they can find out more about you uh what you do and how can great they absolutely so my website is really straightforward it's just robincolucci.com and uh if if you're if you have dreams of writing a book and getting published and you know even if you're not a high level expert yet Mm -hmm. um, I would still encourage you to go there and fill out an expression of interest. I'm actually just on the verge of launching a different kind of program for people who aren't really ready for the full length book, traditional publishing, but I've created um, something called the high profit book blueprint that mm -hmm. is going to be to help people get a, a, a credibility piece that they can, um, use and actually like, like start working on and have ready to use within six weeks. So um, this is really for all the people that I ended up turning away uh, where I felt really badly about having to say, go away, grow and come back when you're ready. I thought that's a terrible thing to say to somebody who, who really has a message. <laughs> so, yeah. so I've created yeah. something for them. I, I, that's not yet available, but it should be available in early, um, you know, in, it, well, this is this, one problem with podcasts is they're evergreen, but if you're listening to this after March of 2020, it's already on my website. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Robin, <laughs> I have to thank you again. Everyone go to Robin Colucci and that's R-O-B-I-N, last name C-O-L-U-C-C-I.com and find out more today. And thank you so much, Robin, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you for having me. You really betcha. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com. Bitrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity 
With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii.